Hello, everybody, and welcome back into the Nashville Bets podcast. Today, we're talking quarterback controversies around the league. We're talking a little college football playoff. But first, I want to start with a little industry news. Little industry baseball. Alex Cooper, Colorado podcast. Sold to Spotify for apparently $60 million, $20 million a year. So, boys, when are we going to get our $20 million deal? Well, I'd love to see somebody in uh, the biz, if you will, um, getting paid because that kind of raises the uh, the dollar figures for us. And Well, a rising tide lifts all boats. Huh? A rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah, lifts all, rising tide lifts all boats. Click average just say that a lot. And so I'm pretty uh, happy to see uh, the move here by Alex Cooper. I feel like um, – you know, twenty million dollars. I could live off of that. I think we're more of like a thirty million dollar a year kind of. Crew. Yeah, I mean, we're so, just on the way. Yeah, hey, we this, don't even have we don't even have an interface yet. Yeah, we're, we're just getting started. So, how bad does Sophia feel, Alex Cooper's original co-host, for not being a part of this deal? Because did they ever replace a or replace her, or did they just go? No, just Alex does it alone. She's like guests come in and out, which I think they did with the other girl anyway too. So, yeah, I feel like Sophia with an F probably uh, – I don't know what her numbers are on her podcast. I, I imagine they're probably pretty good, but um, I don't know. The whole – Alex came back sooner and uh, really has made an absolute killing now. Absolute fucking fortune. Talking about sex? Uh, personally, so we're going to get 30 million quicker than she got to fucking 20. <laughs> She's been doing that for years, I feel like. The college football playoff is apparently being expanded to 12 people, or at least it's been proposed to 12 teams. I'm pumped. I'm excited for it. I mean, I, I said uh, a while ago, I was like, why don't they just do a 24-team playoff? Just no, like, no. Just no. like FCS, and just have a fucking battle to the death out there. I think. I do like I like the 12-team, but like I don't know if it's the safest as, as far as like the players go and shit. I don't know. Is it uh, going to uh, increase games? Oh, I didn't know we had a big player safety guy on the podcast. Seriously, loser. Loser, nerd. I mean, well, you got to think narb. about the, what players fucking, are like, I'm so narb. highly drafted. Are they going to be like, I'm so highly drafted in the NFL, like I'm going to sit out? No. No, I feel like – These I are mean, all meaningful games yeah. that they're going to play. I mean, I get that. You're not sitting out – you're not sitting out – you can sit out like the New How many more games old. is it? So, I'll, I'll break it down for you all. Uh, so, the proposal calls for the bracket each year to include six highest-ranked conference champions – plus the six highest-ranked other teams as determined by the College Football Selection Committee. No conference would qualify automatically, and there would be no limit on the number of participants from a conference. And so the four highest-ranked conference champions would be seeded one through four. Oh, and each four receiver... highest-ranked conference champions. I'll yep. Said. Okay. So I was breaking down who got in and now breaking down the bracket. Uh, one through – or the – yeah, as I said before – uh, the highest-ranked conference champions would be seeded one to four and receive a first-round bye, while the other teams would play in a quarter and a semi. So five would face 12, six would face 11, so on and so forth. Actually, I love that. It kind of is awesome. And so all those games, like all those uh, uh, conference... As we receive Amber Alerts uh, in Smyrna, Tennessee, tag DGK. Three nine two, please keep our children safe. Be on the lookout. Aren't we a good guy podcast out here now? Yeah. All right. So back to college football. I'm a bad boy. 
and we're derailed. <laughs> bad beaver, bad beaver. Uh, Calm down over there. I don't know. It just it came out so fast. Uh, no wood for you. Um, so, anyways, so I originally loved the idea of keeping the the playoffs to four, hoping that it would signify a lot more people playing really good out of conference games. So that way you're able to get the loss in conference and still be able to make it, which ended up not really happening. Although we did get a lot of good not of conference games, all the recruiting kind of went to the top or those four teams. So like your Alabama, your Clemson, your Ohio State, and then like your Oklahomas. And so all the recruiting kind of focused there because why would you not want to go to the school that plays in the postseason for meaningful stuff? And so with it being expanded, a lot more teams. It like, turned into like yeah. Not the NFL. I don't mean that, but like yeah. more of like yeah, you know who's kind of going to be there every year. Yeah, you kind of mm. know who's going to be there. Yeah, I think twelve is going to make it much more interesting. I think they were, yeah, thinking for a long time about maybe doing like six or eight or something like that. But I think it just blow the whole thing out. Like it's never going to be enough unless you just put it at a big number. So why move to six when you're already thinking about eight anyway? And then yeah. Once you get like just move it to the big number hey, already. Full send. Already, just send it. Yeah, like full send. 12. You already know it's going to go there. Yeah. So and I also. Like, the main point, of course, is because there's more money involved with 12 teams. Oh, for sure. Four. So, well, it all really comes down to that. And there's going to be, like, everybody's talking about different ways that why they're doing it. But it's, like, it only matters because of the money. Oh, yeah. A lot of these schools took a massive hit because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, not being able to put fans in the stands and all that shit. So, yeah, this is a big-time money grab for all those universities. But still, I fucking love it. Also, I love the concept of having it at 12. So, that way, you know, those top four teams do get buys. And allows us for some solid, like, 5v12 action. So, like, what? I, I don't know if it would be this year. But, like, uh, like LSU playing, like, at Oregon would be incredible. And can we not talk about how the SEC would probably, I would think, not dominate, but there'd be a lot of SEC teams in. With like, what, like, if you get, like, one loss in the SEC, you'd probably still make it, right? Oh, yeah. You a lot of, at least a lot of years. You could easily do, like, I mean, you could almost do, like, four teams in the SEC in the playoffs every year. Like two from the east, two from the west, or maybe three from the west and one from the east. Tennessee in none of those conversations, of course. I'm sorry. When was the last time Auburn was relevant? <laughs> I mean, they went to two national championships this decade, last decade. So, so cool. a pretty long time ago. So, <laughs> if we're going back decades, we might as well go back to '98, baby. I mean, it's 2021. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> decades. <laughs> two years ago, we were in a different decade, so it was not like that. It wasn't that long ago. What, it was 2013? And 2011. And 2010. Uh, not, I mean, that's a long time ago. I mean, that's, what, almost three recruiting cycles. Uh, when was the last time Tennessee football was relevant? Uh, 98, baby, as it always feels like. So that was three decades ago now. No, no, four decades ago. Depends on how long uh, your definition of a decade is, of course. <laughs> <laughs> It's not four decades. But, but uh, <laughs> it was many decades ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know your teams are bad when you're arguing about how relevant you've been when you haven't done anything in a decade. No, yeah, <laughs> we both suck. <laughs> yeah, what? So last year, there would have been uh, what? one, two, three, four, five. Five teams in the college football playoff from the SEC. And then yeah, that would have been... Two years ago, awesome. Yeah, we've been stoked on mine to see that. So when is when is the what year are they going to possibly move to uh, twelve teams? So it's not this or this coming year, but it's the year after. Okay, which would be awesome. Yeah, I want I want it sooner than later. 
I'm ready for it. Give me more college. Anytime more college football is an option, I always take more college It's one that we haven't talked about is the gambling. Less How much fun the gambling is going to be. Ooh. Do you think this will affect, like, the out-of-conference games at all? So, like, uh, what, it's the conference champion is what they're really leaning on with the first four buy or the, you know, the first four buys. And then being a conference champion kind of puts you in. I'm kind of worried about people, like, being like, ah, I mean, if we're, like, like your Alabama's, your Ohio State's, your Clemson's, like, people who are going to be dominating your conference, why would they schedule someone who's difficult if yeah. all they have to do is, like, when you're divi- or like when yeah, they conference. can basically walk in every year. I feel like the schedules are still going to count like a little bit though. So, well, I it kind of does if you get a loss. So like there, it brings up good reasons for like. But if a Texas A and M loss, they're going to get in. Yeah, like your Texas A and M's, your Penn States, uh, your Oregon's, your USC's, your Texas's, they're all going to try to play a good out of conference schedule to make up for their inevitable conference loss. Yeah. Where I don't think that Alabama and Clemson are going to do that. Which is, I mean, might be good for the overall sport, seeing like good out-of-conference games. Yeah, but, I think but we're not going to see the top dogs Even if they it. lose, if you lose two games, probably not. But if you lose one game, you're still going to get enough like if you're Clemson and Alabama right now. Yeah. I, I kind of like it, but also would, we would have seen Coastal Carolina in there this year. And I would have loved to see them just get absolute fucking waxed. They would have gotten destroyed. Same with yes. BYU. Yeah. Both of them would have been... Yeah, just beating up on. What an entertaining watch! Yeah, I hope North Carolina is good again this year. They were kind of fun, fun to watch. Gotta love the mullets out there. The mullets were strong. Also, I mean, their quarterback is like a true freshman. Liberty, Liberty could be one of those teams that would like they'd be sneaking in a twelve-team playoff probably this year. They're gonna be really good. Yeah, I mean, it depends if like what kind of out of conference schedule they're playing. If they can beat yeah, up Liberty on Liberty, have to play like. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> they need to play at least, like, yeah, one big opponent. Yeah, I guess in two years, though. In two years. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be. will still be there. He's recovering uh, shithead, so. <laughs> he had the opportunity. He's a new man now. Didn't want the Tennessee job. Didn't want any other jobs. Yeah, I don't know what he's waiting for. I think he just likes the, the Christian environment up there. In, uh, well, I don't know if he was offered the Tennessee job, because why would Tennessee offer him? I don't think he was offered to do because he's yeah because he's the, the guy who just wanted him. I don't think they were maybe ever. Ole Miss. I don't know. He he's had a lot of offers. I'm sure he's had plenty of great. There's offers. no way he was offered Ole Miss recently when they just brought in Lane. Well, I guess that would make sense. Yeah, but um, yeah, Ole Miss sent him back to Ole Miss. He uh, <laughs> I'm sure he had some good job offers on the table. Um, I don't know. I feel like everybody was kind of staying away from him, or he so. would have. I think he would have went somewhere for like the right price at least. I don't know. I think he likes the Christian environment. Uh, until he's offered like a solid uh, or SEC job. Well, like so, when Leach gets fired next year at State, oh, he, for sure. he could probably take that job. I don't know who's the. I don't is know. It Chet? Solid uh, SEC coaching job, so it's not. Penn, or Mississippi State? Oh no, it's a terrible SEC job, but still an SEC job. I think Starkville is probably the worst city of any SEC school in the Ever. entire. <laughs> I think Columbia would rival that. At least Columbia is like a big city. Like there's things and places to see and things to do. Starkville is just in the You're middle of nowhere. You're still going to Missouri. Huh? Columbia's not even like the top three cities in Missouri. Oh, I thought you said I thought you said Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, no. Columbia, South Carolina is off it. Oh, I, don't, I don't know anything about Columbia, Missouri. No. Oh, it looks like it stinks. Exactly. It probably does stink. Yeah. I feel oh. like all of Missouri kind of sucks. Like St. Louis seems – people talk shit about that place. Kansas City – 
I don't know what happens over there. You're pretty much in Kansas, and that's just a whole big question mark. Well, me. that's the thing. Is so, like the the two best or the two biggest cities in Missouri are both trying to leave Missouri. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're both like <laughs> they're trying to get the fuck away. Yeah, yeah Columbia's right there in the middle of things, but yeah, so that, that's got to be a weird place. Yeah. Also, just like job wise, I'm not saying like because I think Coach O has bought himself like a 10 year contract for the Tigers. Yeah. I don't know what the bum at Auburn's gonna do. But I think he's just going to have like a good six and a couple six and six, seven, five years. Then he's probably going to get bounced. But it's going to be, is that going to be in time to pick up all, uh, fuck, what is this? What, who were the Hugh Freeze, Hugh Freeze, Hugh Freeze. I was thinking less miles. I was like, no, it's yeah. not fucking less. I'll say the whole time that uh, Hugh Freeze is going to go to Auburn instead of Brian. Haskins, who's just like... Oh, no, no, sir. No, sir. That's not where you were saying at all. You were saying that the old DC for uh, Brent Venables oh, out, yeah, of, I wanted him to out of Clemson. Yeah, that, you that told me with a straight face, you were like, I'm going to put my entire life savings on us getting Brent Venables. Yeah, it seems like a real strong possibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were really talking that up at uh, our local bar. Yeah, Brent Venables. He's like the, every, he's like the number one option. There was no articles. I think he told us, you like, yeah, he's accepted the job already. They just haven't announced it. Oh, he was. Remember that? I remember that. I remember that. They fired fired Gus Malzahn and didn't hire a guy for like another month and a half. You honestly had me believing it. I know. Well, I was like, I was so shocked that they had not announced. I was like, surely you fired Gus Malzahn with a plan in place, right? So, like, they're not just interviewing people right now. They're like, had a guy. And then, like, a month and a half later, I was like, well, I guess that the guy is in college football playoffs because otherwise it's already announced already. And so, bada boom, bada bing, we got Brent Venables. I don't know what the other option would be. And uh, sure enough, Brent Venables is going to be the forever defensive coordinator at Clemson. <laughs> I still remember we're at our, our local watering hole, hashtag no free ads. Uh, and you were. I think it was just he didn't think Auburn was a good enough school. <laughs> I think he. I think, he gets, he gets paid like two million. He's the highest paid coordinator I think in all of college football, and he's got a really good yeah. Thing keyword he's up coordinator. Dogs, so he's a nice guy to work for. So coordinator. Oh, he's got a great deal right now. But I, I still remember that good. day when I think we just hired or just aren't his sons pl- aren't his sons playing? Yeah, like, his, yeah. His, I think his two sons that play for Clemson. I mean, still is your sons or is coaching your son? Actually, I think they're on both on offense, right? Both on defense. Are they? Mm-hmm. So is coaching your son really worth an additional? They're losing out on like four million dollars. Fuck no, they're grown. I don't know. So I feel like some college football coaches are like football guys, and like the money's nice, but they live like very plain lives. Like this guy lives in Clemson, South Carolina, and like I'm sure a moderately nice house. Like a lot of these guys are not flashy, crazy, uh, big spenders or anything like that. So what was a guy like Brent Venables going to do with an extra four million dollars? Like the guy does not. He doesn't give a fuck right now. Well, like, yeah. like, <laughs> I bet he doesn't have a Ferrari. I bet he drives a Ferrari. Just hangs out. Man. I mean, just I can't imagine how much more red man he could buy with four million, four See, extra million dollars. How much money you have, you can't buy class, and so a lot of these guys are—they uh, come from like you know, buy class. nothing, and yeah, <laughs> they're just fucking wheeling and dealing. Uh, I just still remember how Beaver was talking shit about us hiring. Uh, the old UCF head or head coach, and I was like, "Yeah, no, like we're gonna have a gap head coach. Like we all understand this." He's like, I, "We're gonna get Venables and we're gonna be fucking amazing." I was like, "Oh, got the DZ out of Boise State. Good job, buddy." Head coach out of Boise State. By <laughs> oh, the way. I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> a team that hasn't been relevant since the uh, 
the hook and ladder in the Statue of Liberty. Yes, yeah, since, uh, since everybody knew about them, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Great QB head or QB coach for the. Uh, I just Dallas can't Cowboys. stand watching that fucking feel, dude. It hurts my head. Yeah. Same with same with uh, Coastal Carolina. They had like a green, like teal kind of field. Uh that was better, but still kind of. I mean, do you know that you a bit. Boise State is the number one enemy in college football for PETA? <laughs> Because, like, all the birds that fly around the stadium think it's water, so they, like, dive in head first, like, into the ground and break their necks. I think they should investigate So it's, like, that. one of the number one killers of, like, birds. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Damn. How so, fast do birds go into water like that? I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, I yeah. mean, they're literally, like, hunting for fish, so, like, they're coming in. They're coming in hot. <laughs> Damn. Stupid bird. You got a bird brain or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dumbass fucking bird. Fuck you. All right, talk about bird brains. Uh, Tua Tungvaluwa, first day in practice, tosses five picks. Not looking good. Are we not? Are we worried? Are we worried about a uh, little Deshaun Watson coming in hot? I, uh, I I've always liked Tua. He seems like a nice guy, but um, I do sometimes enjoy seeing people fail in the NFL, and he's one of those guys that's never really rooted for. So I don't See, know. I, he seems like he's a nice guy. I mean, he's kind of like a Marcus Mariota type. Yeah. yeah. Like a real like. Is that also guy. just because he's Hawaiian and his name's hard to pronounce? Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and he sense. looks almost the exact same except for he's not as tall. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's kind of Mark Smart. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's Mark Smario to tie. Uh, so when Brian Flores finally gets tired of having to babysit Tua, who does he go for? Because I don't. Who's their backup right now? Oh shit! I don't know. I don't know. They get rid of Fitzmagic. They get rid of a uh, <laughs> bad move. The guy from UCLA that's. <laughs> Bounce around. Um, they should have never fucking got rid of Tannehill. Apparently, never got rid of Jake <laughs> Should have signed him for a longer contract. So, do we have a final a final guess? I don't have a guess. The brisket sandwich. Oh, oh shit! I was just wondering recently if he was still with the Colts. Did we talk about this on the last podcast? Yeah, we did. We, but we I think we all asked and then we, we never answered. Yeah, we were really? Oh, <laughs> fuck. damn! What a pickup. That's that kind of toss it. So, uh, two is on a short leash. <laughs> yeah, that's no it. The brisket the sandwich, brisket is, sandwich is coming back. I hope he starts. I kind of... Week one. <laughs> well, what? Picks. So, the last we saw Tua, I guess the second to last time we saw Tua, was week 16 when he got pulled for Tannehill, who threw bombs and was awesome. Tannehill? Or not, sorry, not Tannehill, Fitzmagic. Uh, yeah. uh, the Tannehill's other Titans. The Titans now. Yeah, one of the other Titans. There's a big trade uh, <laughs> two years ago. Uh, when I also called that Tannehill was going to be QB one, and no one believed me, pissed off Titans Twitter. But you know what? My, so, dude, Titans yeah. Twitter, you're you're welcome. My old roommate called it like before the season started, and I was like, "You're f- lost your fucking mind." It's <laughs> like Mario's going to do it this year. Oh god. Oh boy. Yeah, but anyways, so what? If Miami can get Deshaun, although as we'll talk about here shortly. Kareem Jackson has other things to say about that. But if Miami can pick up Deshaun, I think they go to the AFC Championship. Ooh, that's, that's a hot take. Ooh, that's a hot take. Uh, it's also not necessarily a bad one, but if, they, I mean, if they pick up Deshaun Watson, it's a big if. I feel like that's going to be a pretty competitive division. Like, with the Patriots getting a lot I feel like there's a lot of teams that are really good. And then the Bills are going to be probably one of the best AFC teams as well. So, I don't know. I don't know if Miami like, even wins that division. Good, but. I think they get split with the Bills. I'm not really worried about the Patriots, especially with all their. I'm not worried coming about the Patriots, out. but they're at least going to compete. 
What about the Jets? We worried about the Jets. Zach Wilson, lazy no. arm. Well, that is he having sex out there? Or is he still going to be a good Mormon boy? I don't know. What wait, he's going to be overthrowing balls every every game. What if somebody just what if he throw it over their drink head? Gatorade that's like sitting next to the regular Gatorade. Is he going to have to like I don't know, go back to the locker room and like say a little prayer and like <laughs> try to throw it up? So I don't know what would happen if that happened. I just have so many questions to ask him. I hope there's a picture that gets like leaked on the internet of like. Zach Wilson wins his first game with the Jets, and he goes out on the town and is just wasted, like shirtless, dancing on a bar, strip like, club. chugging a bottle of like champagne. Yeah, in a strip club with girls around, smoking a cigarette. Everybody's like, "What? This is not the Zach Wilson we remember from Utah." He's like got middle fingers up, like. <laughs> or we have pictures of him doing all that, and then the bartender comes out later. It's like, yeah, he only drank club soda the entire night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. he was just acting hammered so that way people would leave him. <laughs> so he would be that think was, he was cool. <laughs> Just the, like the reverse Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah, he asked me if we had diet Sprite, so that's what he said. Yeah, we'd be afloat and fell asleep. I don't know. <laughs> My man asked for a Shirley Temple. With an extra scoop of vanilla, please. This poor kid. This child. All right, uh. Anyways, mo- moving on to uh, what I referenced a little earlier. Kareem Jackson went on Aqib Talib's podcast and said that Deshaun Watson is very interested in the Denver Broncos quarterback gig. Deshaun Watson, I still think he just needs to go back to the Texans at this point. Like, he needs to stop. I don't know. First of all, I don't know who's talking. At, like, is he talking about football right now? Like, he should be concentrating on like, other things probably. Right on his plate. That's a touchy subject. <laughs> Wait, are we still talking about Deshaun? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Forgot all my puns now. Yeah, control C, control V, all the puns from our previous pods. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's, it, once again, like, I think any team that picks up Deshaun that has a halfway def- decent roster, like Miami and like Denver, becomes an automatic, like, AFC championship team. Yeah. It's going to be hard to beat Kansas City. It's really going to show up the defenses, yeah. It's going to be hard to beat Titans. Well, I, it is going to be hard to beat the Titans. For reasons that we've said prior, I'm not entirely sure if I'm as confident as y'all are on that. As on the Titans? Well, yeah. you're wrong. I mean, I'm not just like, oh, we're going to the AFC Championship. We're going to the Super Bowl. But, I mean, I think we're pretty loaded. Oh, yeah, I, Are we worried that – so Julio Jones recently showed up at practice wearing the number two, two being one of the most passive numbers and having – given up 11 to the new kid on the block, A.J. Brown. Are we now worried that Julio Jones is a little baby back bitch and is giving up too many opportunities, not seizing anything? Well, I mean, it kind of made sense. One plus one is two. Derrick Henry's 22. This is – You got to deal with all four, like Tannehill, like you add them all together. So it kind of made a lot of sense to make that. that two is available. No, he like, said – he, he literally said it was, it was to kind of like – to kind of get in defense's heads just to kind of like joke like because one plus one is two you're starting to sound like beaver when and then you, we caught him in a lie. and then two plus two is four and you got to deal with all four i'm telling you that's what he said right. yeah I'm, no but he's starting to sound like beaver when he catches him in a lie and he's trying to backtrack out and he's like scratching and clawing at like every little thing 
And so it's like, oh yeah, this made total sense. Well, no, 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 one plus one is two. He literally came, he came out and said that right after he picked. He's like, yeah, that's exactly why I did it. He's like, he offered me eleven. I just didn't really want to take it from him. I don't. know. I feel like we're seeing a new passive. He was like, we Julio both have Jones. fucking burners. Let's get to the fucking field. Yeah, I think it would have been a little fucked up if Julio Jones was like, yo, I'm number eleven now. Like, get the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah, like, AJ Brown. Yeah, like he's already been with the Titans. Like, already proved himself. So. It's not, I mean, if it was a different guy, if it was, like, somebody that was irrelevant. I mean, I, I guess really A.J. Matter. Brown's still wide receiver one. Yeah. Are we? Are you saying that you bring in future Hall of Famer, possibly future first ballot Hall of Famer, Julio Jones, and you're saying that he's not going to be QB1? Well, he's not a QB. Or, he's not a CB, or a wide receiver one. I think he's like a 1A, 1B well, kind of situation. I, mean, I don't know if he can throw. <laughs> But <laughs> well, that'd be absolutely electric. He actually just takes actually, over for Tannehill. That's actually while, while, we, while we got him. Yeah. No, no, I remember I was at the, I think it was at, at the uh, uh, Sunday night game, when the first game in the new Mercedes Stadium, when um, against Green Bay, when uh, Julio Jones threw like a fucking long pass for a touchdown. Actually, it might have been Mohamed Sanu that threw to Julio Jones. But he was somehow off. And so, <laughs> he, did, he probably did the toss. Yeah. I was about to say, Muhammad Sanu is normally the wide receiver that tosses balls, from what I remember. He does, yeah, yeah. I think it was actually Muhammad Sanu. Well, regardless, I want to see him. That would be awesome. AJ Brown to Julio Jones pass or vice versa. That would be a really cool play. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, And then, is that it? Do we have anything else? Oh, uh, for all of you Chicago fans out there, Coach Matthew Nagy. Came out and said that Andy Dalton's QB one for week one at least. The Red Rocket, baby. He's still, he's still pushing that narrative. I, I don't believe him. Don't I'm excited. I see it. I'm excited for the Bears this year. They're going to be better than the fucking Packers. Well, one, we don't know that. Hot take. That's very hot take. Is I, this with Aaron at the helm or is this with Jordan Love? Because as we saw from day two of OTAs, oh, this Jordan Love's electric. This is with Jordan Love. Oh, I. You know what? I still think that. If Jordan Love can play like the second day at OTAs, I think we could still be a Keep good Keep in mind, team. I don't mind if Jordan Love plays him being good. I think it'd be kind of fun to watch him be good just because – Well, it would kind of fuck up all of my jokes for the past two years. Yeah. <laughs> I have to backtrack. Yeah, it, 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 it <laughs> Big time backtrack. It's too fun having him not be good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, the worst thing is that he's probably going to be like a Dak Prescott kind of good to where he's not like a top 10 quarterback – but he's going to be like right there in like that 15, 16 spot. Do you think, you can't you think like, he'll get there? I, I mean, there's so many bad quarterbacks out there. And there's such a, there's such a good collaboration of yeah. talent. I'm just glad you Green guys Bay. got him because you can never make fun of me for Isaiah Wilson at the moment. Until Jordan loves throws he absolutely reappears. fucking darts. So have you checked in on Isaiah Wilson's uh, rapping career? How's he looking? I haven't. I knew he dropped that one album. It's probably taken down by now how fucking horrible it was. I used to follow him on Instagram, but I had to unfollow him because his Instagram posts were so stupid that I couldn't. And his stories were like getting into, it was making me sad to watch. <laughs> Not because of his failures as a person, but like it was just so stupid. And now really? he got those under the eye tattoos, like post. Yeah, what was he think? Like he got he got basically fired from the NFL, and then he got tattoos under his eyelids yeah. and became a shitty rapper. I don't know. I like how his agent hooked him up with the Dolphins, and then he just they, – they didn't, he didn't last a week with the Dolphins. Yeah, he went to, like, the fucking – for him, the fucking coolest place ever. <laughs> and he fucked it up. The worst place he could possibly In literally a week, right? Like, three days? Yeah, I don't think he wanted to. 
I don't think he wanted any part of it. That's crazy. He just didn't like football. Yeah, I didn't like football. But he's, I feel like he's too lazy. I feel like he smokes a lot of weed. He's just <laughs> hey, now. Yeah. I feel like we've gone to like a 1999. Uh, what's the uh, guy from Fox News that cusses a lot? Sean Hannett. Not Shannon. Well, who's the other guy? No. I don't know. Like Bill O'Reilly or some shit like that? O'Brien? Bill O'Brien, that's the uh, the GM for the late night TV. Well, really anti weed guy, but anyways, <laughs> apparently, uh, metal spikes now are still just well, they used to be, I think, a written rule in golf, but now I think they're just a unwritten rule, and it definitely annoys Brooks Kepka. Excited oh. for the match starting tomorrow, U.S. Open. I took uh, Bryson DeChambeau to beat Brooks Kepka. Ooh, Did you hear they tried to play together? Or the U.S. Open was trying to make them play together, That'd and be Bryson awesome. turned it down. That'd be awesome. Bryson's such a baby back bitch. I despise him. But um, I saw Brooks Kepka walking up some stairs today, or I guess it was yesterday, mm-hmm. and he had a really big limp on that right knee. It's bothering him. So I would honestly advise you guys to hammer it right now, because you well, can get it, you can get it on a certain sports book for. Boosted odds, I think it's like plus 105 or something. I saw that, yeah. See, I would do that. I think I, think I would hit it. But I have morals, and I will never bet on Bryson Desham douche. Unless it's to jinx him. I hate him too. Like, I <laughs> I really do. I don't want him to win. Yeah, I, I got to win my bets. Yeah, I mean, I don't gamble based off of emotion. Yeah. That's how you lose fucking yeah, money. Yeah, I keep emotions out of it. Well, that's just not true. I bet against Tennessee for an entire, like, 2018 year and made so much fucking money off of it. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, thank y'all for listening into the pod today. Uh, if you like it or if you like what you heard tonight, go ahead and follow us on Spotify, uh, YouTube now, uh, Google Play, RSS, any of the places that you can find us at. Uh, if you want to listen to what we're talking about every day, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter and now TikTok at Nashville Bets. See Beaver do some funny dances and do some funny trends that way. And so we really appreciate y'all for listening through. Uh, drop a comment and we'll read on the next episode if we can find it. All right, boys and girls, see you later.